0: gentlemen to the family movie night podcast full stop this is not a segment of the not great parents podcast we have taken over this episode of the not great parents podcast that's right we kicked molly out for the first time the dudes are in charge (laughs) for the first time in history mean are in charge
1: this This might be a bad thing let's be clear this This might not be a good thing
0: this is that middle segment of the Barbie movie where I stopped watching once the (laughs) once Ken got in charge I said that's the end of that movie I'm done Uh, watching no this is still the not great parents podcast this is my
1: mojo dojo casa house (laughs) that's
0: right Molly has graciously agreed Uh, That because uh, for this series we're in, the holidays make me crazy. We thought, hey, you know, the holidays more than any other time are the time that families are going to have lots of free time to sit around watching movies. And in fact, the family movie night podcast, which was our first kind of family podcast here at the church, it started in the holidays and we agreed Hey, we want to have a full-length episode where we can just talk about some movies that uh, maybe you haven't thought of watching this holiday season with your family. And uh, I am very blessed to get to be in this podcast uh, with uh, the hero of this podcast, Donnie Dorsey. How are you doing?
2: Quite well, sir. Quite well. Quite well.
0: Uh, Have have you become a British person it, because it's the holidays and therefore you must become a nobleman.
2: It, it seems fitting. Like you have to, like you have to be a nobleman. You have to prepare for all ah. the, the milk and cookies and all the multi multitude of families and joy and cheer. I do think you just said multitude, but we'll, <laughs> we'll it, leave it there. Trademark that trademark that it'll, it'll be, it'll be new.
0: Multiple dude, Donnie Dorsey. <laughs> and, of course, the villain of our podcast, the Scrooge himself of this uh, podcast. But, unfortunately, you don't get to be either Michael Caine Scrooge from The Muppet Christmas Carol or, or Bill Murray Scrooge from Scrooge. You have to be George C. Scott Scrooge. From No, the- I don't. I can be Patrick Stewart Scrooge. No. Okay. You, you do. Sir. We have already agreed that Donnie Dorsey is the only knighted nobleman at this podcast. You do not get to be uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. You must be ugly American George Scott.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, look, keep winning screen. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna badmouth George C. Scott. There you go. Very good, Sawyer. How are you doing? I'm good. I I love Christmas movies, and we're talking Christmas, movies. so I, I I'm a happy camper.
0: And we covered a lot of Christmas movies uh, in our tenure on the family movie night podcast. Uh, And we introduced some to each other that we had not seen. I had not, uh, I had seen Klaus before, but Klaus has now become an instant classic in our home. We have to watch Klaus every year. And it really is a part of family movie night podcast. That that's just an excellent movie. Uh, Were there any that we covered that you guys just have specific fond memories of talking about? I mean, we had, unaccompanied minors and obviously home alone. That was our very first episode elf. Yeah. Jingle jangle. That was a fun one.
2: That's one I was trying trying to think of. I like that one. I love the, the whole musical element to it and things like that. I love stuff like that. That one's fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, So here's something that's interesting. I want to start by just talking about what are the movies when you think of Christmas, what is your, I call it uh, your Christmas canon, right? Not like Christmas, like, boom canon i mean uh one in canon uh like these are the movies that you go i it doesn't feel like christmas until we've watched this movie i'll start and just say i asked my girls right before we filmed, talking about movies on the podcast and in unison they all said home alone you got to talk about home alone but here's what's interesting and this is what kind of came to something we're gonna do later in the movie i asked them which one and they said two Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, is their home alone. They live. Oh, they are, they love. And I remember really loving the one because either he's in the hotel, he's in New York City. That is a good one. I'm not taking anything away from Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2 is a solid home. It's probably the only good sequel to Home Alone. Home Alone 3 is it's I would say is acceptable, but is not great. It's just totally different. But Home Alone is the one in my family. My my girls, that might be their favorite movie of all time. So uh Donnie, what are what is your like you gotta watch it? It's Christmas. We gotta watch it.
2: Well, it's uh definitely the Grinch. Um and um This Christmas and Oh yes. It's just it's just well done. And my kids love when uh, we quote uh, the Grinch's talking about his his schedule. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) like stuff like that. I just uh, we just oh, my gosh, we quote that all the time. And it's every time we watch it, it's just laughter. And it's it's just fun. So much fun.
0: That's really good. You know, I haven't thought about this Christmas in a while that may be one that we need to, we need to introduce this year. I don't think we've watched that. And with the kid, that's a, that is a, uh, that is a fun movie.
2: It really is. Like so much, so many different things. There's so many elements that they approach and it's just, yeah, it's just, I
0: I mean, if you're going to tell me that Regina King, Delroy Lindo and Idris Elba are in a movie together, I don't care what that movie is about. That's a movie I want to be a part of. That's a movie I want to watch. So very good. Uh, Sawyer Hewlett, What is what are your Christmas canon movies? What are the movies that doesn't yeah. feel like Christmas without them?
1: So this is difficult because I have, look, I have 31 movies right here that I would say are Christmas canon to me, but I'm not going to take time to go through the entire list right now. Here's what we're going to do. Um, Here's what we're going to do.
0: I'm going to just call out a number and you tell me what's on it. Oh, okay. Okay, let's so 31. So we're going to start with, let's start with 31. What's at the end? trading
1: places oh yeah that Indian does take Ackroyd. place
0: i will say not a family movie though for not those, a family movie at all
1: for those i'm not you, recommending that one to
0: no 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 i just know how parents and like once again elder millennial gen x You're like I remember that movie being lots of fun, and you sit down to watch it with your kids, and you're like, "Oh, this was
1: a bad decision." (laughs) Yes, it would be. (laughs) So that's exactly what my parents did. Just so you know,
0: (laughs) yes, that's always how movies were. They're like, "I did not remember this was in that movie." So, all right, let's do this. Thirteen.
1: When Harry Met Sally. Oh, does that take place at Christmas? It takes. It's like a fall movie. It ends at Christmas. Okay.
0: All right. Well, I mean, this is your Christmas canon. I'm not judging yeah. it. I was just asking. I didn't know how it...
1: I usually watch When Harry Met Sally at the beginning of December. So that it's more okay. like a Thanksgiving-ish movie, honestly.
0: Okay. Very good. All right. And we'll do two more. So let's do number 22.
1: It's always having to count for those of you. Don't. Yes, I didn't. I don't have this thing numbered as the thing. The Muppets Christmas Carol.
0: Okay, that's on mine too. I'll say this, and we I talked about this in our second episode of the Family Movie Night Podcast where we talked about the Christmas Carol movies. I had never seen Muppets Christmas Carol before, and I fell in love with it, man. I just thought a this was movie. excellent Christmas Carol. And one of the better, I am a uh, Christmas carol I love the story of Christmas Carol, and most Christmas... I have
1: three Christmas Carols on this list.
0: Yeah, Scrooged, gotta be on there.
1: Yeah, and Mickey's Christmas Carol.
0: Okay, I do not respect you, but that's uh, you have lost all my respect at this point. I don't know what that is. Uh, I honestly, I'll tell you this. I I actually do think it's I watched the one
1: that's about Scrooge McDuck. It.
0: Yes, I do think I watched that the year that my family moved into the house that now I live in. We had a little TV while we moved in at Christmas time. My mom was setting up the Christmas tree, and I have a distinct memory of watching that movie. So very nostalgic. All right, last one. Let's do number two. Let's do number three. What's your third? Children of men. That's a great movie. And it does take place at Christmas. Just and it is
2: about, the, it is literally about like, the miracle
1: birth of a child. It is about the miraculous birth of a savior, okay? <laughs>
0: i just say this. Don't watch that movie with your kids. Honestly, Don't watch it with
1: your kids. Don't watch it don't with watch anyone it that you own.
0: love or care about. This movie is dark and will make you, it will not make you think at the end of it, oh man, isn't it great to be alive? <laughs> It'll make you think like, maybe this whole experiment was a bad idea. <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah. humanity was just a bad idea.
1: but it's so good.
0: It's a really good movie. Uh, I remember not really knowing what that movie was about. I was 17 years old when it came out. My now wife, Jennifer, and I were dating. We went to the Dollar Theater as a double feature. We watched um, My Super (laughs) Ex-Girlfriend starring Uma Thurman. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which was awful and then we went to watch children of men and si- read, rode in silence afterwards for the next 45 minutes on the ride home <laughs> not it was a good movie but just oh it's super dark okay i yeah. will say this another okay i'm actually going to save this for my go to bat movie Um, because this is going to be our next segment so I agree with uh, all the ones you guys said I've got my own list of I think I'm up to 38 now because not everything's available on streaming so I'm going to have to have some alternatives it's my fantasy draft of uh, Christmas (laughs) movies we try to watch a Christmas movie every every day from Thanksgiving to Christmas doesn't always happen but we try to get close um but what we're going to do now is I want us to get an opportunity because really, here's here's our goal uh, of doing this episode. And like we said, um, we're in this series called The Holidays Make Me Crazy. And we know that the holidays do that. You're busy. You're stressed. You're trying to cram all these events in. You're trying to cram all these family functions in. You're trying to cram all your spending in. right? And, it, and you're trying to get that one perfect Christmas moment where everything kind of fades away. And it made everything worth it. Well, you're not going to get that. Uh, that that just doesn't happen the way that you want it to. But what you can do is, this is often a time of year where people are off work for longer periods. This is a period of time where you may have family in town and you're trying to entertain people. Uh, and we want to encourage you to make sure you have some time for you and your kids to just sit and do an activity together where people are not looking at their phones. I mean, that has always been the goal least for the Family Movie Night podcast is it's so hard with everyone having their own, you know, uh, YouTube accounts and TikTok accounts and everyone has their own personalized, curated entertainment to everyone just sit and do the same thing, whether that's play a board game, you know, no one's sitting and reading books anymore, or if it's, hey, we're all going to watch the same movie, we want you guys to do that. And here's what we know. When it comes to the holidays, you've already got your movies. You're upset we didn't talk about Elf. You're, you know you're you're upset we didn't talk about it's a wonderful life right in my family the movie and I am not a fan of this movie but my family's big movie is four Christmases uh and I'm not talking about me I'm talking about like my 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 family of origin everyone's like four Christmases and it's fine I'm not upset about it it's just not my movie but that's weirdly they like this is what Christmas <laughs> Christmas is four <laughs> Christmases so um You have your own. What we want to do is kind of do something a little different. We want to bring some movies out that maybe you have not considered, either because you're like that Christmas movie, or I didn't know that was a Christmas movie, or maybe you've not even heard of it. And we're going to go present our case, go to bat for these movies as a movie that should now become one of your canon Christmas movies. Uh, I'm going to start because this was a movie I was just about to mention, but I realized I'm going to go to bat for my daughter on this. This is her movie every year. She says, we have to watch this movie. And I don't know many other people who have seen this movie or would go to bat for it. It's the movie that you probably laughed about when you heard it. It's called Krampus. Uh, this is. That's what I was going to talk about. <laughs> okay. Well now you're going to have to think of something else. Cause here we go. Uh, Krampus is a really fun. Um, and it feels like an eighties type Christmas movie it's a little bit more graphic there's more language uh, I would say this is probably a movie you're not going to want to watch with your little kids but if you've got teenagers who are like man I'm really edgy and I don't want to watch Christmas movies because Christmas is too sentimental and you know cheesy and all that kind of stuff this is actually a pretty fun um Christmas movie. Um, that is uh it is PG13 and it's mostly for language and scary stuff. there's no sex in it, there's no nudity uh, with the stuff that often comes in horror movies. This is about a family uh, that has extended family into town um and um, the kids are just being bratty and annoying and all those kind of things and Krampus, who is for those who don't know is like the monster devil demon version of Santa from certain um, like certain like Nordic countries. I'll say I think Germany also has a Krampus thing, but I think a lot of like, uh, you know, uh, like there's there's a vaguely Eastern European or Nordic country grandma in this movie who knows about Krampus Krampus shows up uh, to kidnap the kids and eat them for being so um, horrible, you know, but it really is about this family kind of coming together and remembering what matters most and all that kind of stuff while they are being destroyed by these some of the best creature design monster in in recent monster movies. I'm guessing Sawyer, that's a big reason you like it is these monsters have really cool oh, designs. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah, I love I love Krampus. I love everything about Krampus. I think Adam Scott is really great and kind of a, a like a gross guy, but. But also yes. like, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, I think I, th- I love that movie. I
0: think it's really funny. Tony Collette is really good in it. Like this movie has like, yes, it just has, has great actors in it being funny, being emotional, you know, yep. and it has a real, cause it's about a winter storm for those of us in Georgia who don't get to experience a lot of snow. It's like, there's lots of snow in the movie. It feels like a Christmas movie, but. Like I said, this is not going to be for your little kids. <laughs> my little kids watch it every year, but uh, I think if you got older teenagers, I want to see. It's a fun kind of scary movie that will not scare them too much, uh, but will make them laugh and have a good time. So that's my going to bat. I think you should try Krampus with your older kids. So Sawyer, uh, wh- what movie are you going to bat for okay. besides Krampus?
1: Yeah. So there is a good chance that a lot of people already watch this as a Christmas movie, but, uh, maybe, maybe you don't, maybe your kids are just getting into those teenage years and you're looking for something to watch with them. Uh, I would encourage you to throw it back to the good old 1900s for this mm-hmm. one, uh, in the 1990s with Tim Burton's Batman returns. Okay. Here's Ooh, the deal. Good choice. Here's the deal. Look, I, I, I don't know who watches this movie still. I know Nathan does. I know that I do. I know that I saw this movie way too young. Um, this is just one of those movies that I think my parents like, it's a Batman movie. Sawyer will like that. And they were correct. I loved Batman Returns. Uh, and now I watch it and I'm like, why was I allowed to watch this at six? Yeah, like, it does feel ugh. a
0: little grown up uh, for a... But so does, honestly, the first Batman movie. This is definitely PG-13. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I Once again, there's nothing too inappropriate for your teenagers but yeah it might be awkward to watch uh if if for those of you who do remember the movie michelle pfeiffer uh ask catwoman licking batman's face might might be too much for your five-year-old but uh
1: yes correct
0: but but, you know you're teeny i I mean i think you're middle school high schoolers yeah and it's honestly
1: The highlight of the movie is Danny DeVito as the Penguin, who okay. scared me to no end as a child. Oh my gosh! There's a part where he bites a guy's hand, and it yes. it scarred me for life. But, uh, but I love this movie. It, it's, it's the it's best really Batman.
0: I I still stand by. I think it might be my favorite Batman movie. And I know you're a Batman Mask of the Phantasm guy who comes I out. Am. And I really like that movie too. This one I love because it's the least Batman movie. It's a movie about Gotham city that it Batman really happens to be a part of the, the main yes. characters are really the penguin and Catwoman. Yeah. And it's just a really, I, I, I could not agree more with Sawyer, especially yeah. if you've got kids who like superhero movies, my kids do, mm-hmm. um,
1: it's very good. different superhero movie from what your kids have seen.
0: <laughs> and, but even though it's older, I think it'll stand up. Maybe not oh, for yeah. like your 15 year old who thinks everything is stupid, but I think if you've got 11, 12, 13 year olds, it moves fast. And because it looks different than anything else, it still looks good. It just looks different.
1: I, I think, think even the 15 year olds will be able to understand. This looks very interesting compared because like right. it looks so, I mean, it's in the name of the city. It looks gothic and dark yes. and gloomy. Honestly, it looks like the opposite of Christmas, but that's kind of why I love it also. It's a Christmas movie that is, yeah. is well, contrarian. I'll say this.
0: I'll, so I'll, so I'll, I'll throw this out there. I think it's the reason that uh, things at Christmas kind of work the way they do. There's something magical about Christmas, about the kind of midwinter feel of yeah. the trees look creepy because there's no leaves yeah. on them. They look sharp and scary if you're out at night. And if there's snow on the ground, you know, the moonlight, it, it's like the ground itself is glowing. There's something a little creepy about nighttime at Christmas oh, yeah. anyway. And so I think movies like Krampus and Batman Returns, they kind of they kind of play on that. And I think you you uh-huh. get it. And so it feels Christmas. It's just a different aspect. So totally agree. Donnie Dorsey, what's a Christmas movie you want to go to bat for as being one people should watch?
2: You know, <clears throat> I'm I'm so traditional when it comes to like I watched a lot of the stuff that a lot of people tend to like, you yeah. know, when it comes to like Christmas movies. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a I'm going to take a what I think okay. would be something that I would go to bat for.
0: All right. All right. All right. Let's hear it. I like this. Good setup. Iron Man 3. Good choice. Good choice, Donnie. Good choice. Yeah. Good. That's an excellent one. All right. people I People may I have that know. on the list. That's. It's on my list as well of ones. Yeah, Iron Man three. I think. I think we're getting into some good territory here because this is one of the I think underrated MCU movies to begin with. I think a lot of people kind of like to uh to like the poo poo on this movie. Yeah. So I like it, and a lot of people don't remember about it that it is set at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, it came out in May. Yeah,
1: so but I mean, every that, shoot, that doesn't help it.
0: Every Shane yeah. Black movie is set at Christmas. This one though has Iron Man making bombs out of ornaments. <laughs> you know, the, the 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 at the end of the movie there's a giant Christmas tree in the background. Yeah. There's that giant Christmas rabbit he buys for Pepper at yeah. one point. So, Donnie, why why are you going to bat for this movie?
2: I just feel, I love the the whole vibe of like the fact that you get to see this person who, you know, cuz during Christmas you kind of have two feelings. You're either really excited when Christmas comes around because it's the Mm -hmm. time where you're around your family or you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to be around family. And like in that movie, Tony is kind of, he's at that point where he's just by himself. Like he has to spend a lot of time dealing with like being lonely. Right. And And I think a lot of people can relate to those feelings of Christmas, not actually always being the most upbeat feeling in time. Yeah. And I and I think watching those type of things, it kind of reminds you, it's like, OK, one, I'm not alone in how I feel and the things that I experience, you know, but also, you know, it's it's Tony Stark. He's so like he's he's charming and all the things he does. And so you you just kind of you, you just fall in love with him and where he is at that moment as he kind of grows and you know, it's just. Yeah.
0: And honestly, I'm very nostalgic for that movie in terms of it's one of the last times if you're a, if you're an MCU fan, if you like superhero movies, but you're kind of getting like overwhelmed with how much superhero stuff there is. Yeah. It's a time where this is a movie that's just about Iron Man. It's not about all the Avengers. Uh-huh. It's not about cosmic battles. It's just about this dude. And, you know, we're talking about holidays make me crazy. It's a dude who's dealing with panic attacks uh-huh. and PTSD and like learning how to you know, live with something traumatic that happened to him. So I was not expecting to talk about Iron Man three, but good choice, Donnie. I am, I am fully on board with that. Uh, I want to throw out one last movie here and then I'm going to let you guys uh, kind of, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up with just some other kind of random fire. What are some Christmas? Movies? Well, well, hold on, hold on just Uh-oh. a second.
1: Cause I got to say, okay. Bringing up Iron Man three, I have on this list, I have five Shane black films on my Christmas movies list. And so including yeah. lethal weapon. Le- yes. Lethal weapon. Yeah. Try to guess them. Try to guess. Okay. Them.
0: You're going to, you're going to have lethal weapon. You're going to have kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yes. Iron man three. Yes. Uh, the nice guys. Yes. Long kiss. Goodnight. Yep. Yeah. All, yeah. All, and everyone, everyone just like did the 30 second skip ahead on that second. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. Like, why are these, these nerds talking about? It? They don't even know. <laughs> Shane Black was the uh, writer of Lethal Weapon, who then went on to basically just recreate Lethal Weapon in 30 different ways. Buddy Cop, uh, Christmas movie.
1: At Christmas.
0: Oh. Yeah. And so, but all of them are excellent. None of those are bad choices. Um, so I want to talk about a movie that I think might be. Once again, this is more ad- adult-centered um, just because of the topics that they deal with. There's a movie called The Best Man Holiday, which has become one of my favorite uh, Christmas movies. And I was not expecting it to be this way. One, I had not seen the movie The Best Man, which is a 96, uh, 1996 uh, a comedy. It's Malcolm D. Lee's, I think, directorial debut. He is um, Spike Lee's cousin and he made this comedy um called The Best Man and it's about this group of friends from college who uh one of them's getting married and all these things from their past and kind of their present start to come out. Well, I think it's like 15 years later they make a holiday movie called yeah. The Best Man Holiday which is all of them getting back together and it's actors that you know and love but like because I hadn't seen the movie this was at a time where I was going to see every movie that came out in theaters. I had um I had movie pass and I would go see every movie basically that my wife just didn't want to see. She's not really a Christmas movie fan. And so, and we had not seen the best man holiday. And so, I mean the first best man, she goes, Oh, well you just go watch this movie. I was blown away by this movie. I didn't know a lot going in. It's a more old fashioned movie in that they, the opening credits is just all that you need to know from the first movie. So even if you haven't seen the first one, you can watch this, get all the stuff you need to know. And I could not stop wanting to spend time with these characters. You know, you have great actors doing stuff. Morris Chestnut is in this movie, which is pretty much all that you need to know. Um, But Tay Diggs is in this movie. Terrence Howard is in this movie. Um, Harold Paranois, who is, uh, most people remember him from Lost or uh, Oz. Um, He's great in this movie. But then, of course, the female cast is also... um, I- incredible! You've got uh, Regina Hall is in this movie. Nia Long, Sanaa Lathan is in this movie. This is just an absolutely killer cast. It's really funny, and then it's pretty emotional because some stuff comes out yeah. towards the end that's really powerful. Donnie, I see you nodding your head. So, are you a fan of the Best Man Holiday?
2: Definitely a fan of it. It's like you said, everything you said. Like it's an all-star cast, but it's just as much as it. The cast is perfect in their roles. The the i the story is just so captivating and compelling because, like you said, you're quickly in a point where you just want to learn more about each of these characters. Like you want to have a deep dive of learning more about who they are, because every like like in some movies, like you wait till the next this certain character comes back on the screen. You kind of like not as focused. There's not a moment in this worth no. with that every character you are completely engaged with, like, wait, okay, we got to get, we're going to get back to that. You know, like you're paying attention to every little detail.
0: All the relational dynamics are good and you're wrapped into it by the end. And I just think once again, it is R rated and I think Mm -hmm. it's R rated primarily because of, of the content that's in it. And I don't mean like, there's nothing visually, there's no, there's nothing, that uh i think it's too inappropriate but it may be stuff you don't want to talk about with your kids uh Mm -hmm. because it's it's there there's a lot of uh conversations that are had a lot of jokes but i think for you as a couple be able to watch this movie and to have kind of uh it's it's sweet it's romantic it's funny and then it's pretty emotional uh I, i this is a movie i always recommend um so let's get to kind of lightning round. Uh our Zoom meeting uh, is telling us we have six minutes left to record. So we're gonna be done quick here. Uh what are just some movies you want to throw out? Uh I'll just start with my both the Paddington movies. Um first Paddington, I think, actually takes place at Christmas, but the second one, uh just because it's London, there's something about London that feels like Christmas. So both Paddington movies, watch them. You can't you can't go wrong. Sawyer, you got some movies you want to toss out?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I always Kind of going back to the first segment, uh, and I'm, I might have mentioned this one back then, but I can't remember. It's been so long since we talked about that. Uh, Jingle All the Way. Jeff, okay. to say
2: that. Definitely was going to say that one. Okay. Yeah. I'll Jingle be in the All minority the way, on this
1: one. <laughs> Don't watch Jingle All the Way.
2: But, but, but I, 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 I will, I
0: will leave way.
1: it
2: at that. My other two
1: can go on. <laughs> uh, I got Jingle All the Way on here. That's a great one. Um, okay. Here's a relatively unconventional one I could have talked about. The, the Disney Plus show Hawkeye, good oh, Christmas yeah. yes. entertainment. Yes, um, I agree. Let's see, what else? Honestly, look, I mean, obvious, again, more obvious stuff. The Santa Claus, Tim Allen in the 90s at the yep. height of his powers. What What more? I'll leave it there. Uh, those are some good things. That's some yeah. good entertainment. I will
0: say, I think the Santa Claus has kind of become um, – I think it's a canon movie for most people. At least the first yeah, I, one. I
1: think so, too. At yeah.
0: least yeah. the first one. I don't, I you know, and I'm, I'm good with you having that on there. I'm just saying, I, I don't know how unconventional it is because I think most. People oh, are,
2: yeah. It's not unconventional at all. I don't think.
0: Yeah. yeah. Donnie, any other ones I, you want to throw
2: out? I'll throw out uh, Arthur Christmas. Oh, yeah. I do mm. like Arthur Christmas. That's a fun one. Um, I throw out Mall Cop. Mall yes. Oh, Paul Blart Mall yes. Cop.
0: Blard, Mall Paul Blart Mall Cop. Blard. We watched that last oh. Christmas.
2: Yes. Um, trying to think of uh, definitely the Santa Claus is like when you said that I immediately was like on board. One that I um, I want I want to watch again because I don't think when I watched it I appreciate it as much is uh, Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Oh yeah 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 oh, yeah you gotta so, watch
2: that yeah I don't think I know think that's I've given, S- yeah so I don't think that's given a Halloween
0: that. movie for me but I'm I I will accept it. As a- <laughs> Very but
2: good. Yeah. Actually, and also your family's one, uh, Four Christmases. I actually love that one just as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, that that's a definitely a very uh I think it's growing in its popularity. I think it and uh Elf are kind of like quickly becoming like top movies for yeah. people, um, yeah. even though they're more recent. So here's a couple that I originally was gonna talk about, but I decided to defend my, my daughter's choice of Krampus. Uh there's a movie called Millions, uh, which is on Disney Plus, at least, or at least it was last year. Uh, It's from 2004. It's set in a fictional British universe where the British did accept the euro over the pound. And it is um, the transfer of when they're going to, you have to turn all your pounds in to get the euros. Um, There's like a six month period where that's going to happen. Somebody robs all of the um, like millions of pounds from these transfer stations. And then they throw the bags to as they're trying to escape and this little boy um, gets the money and he and his brother do and they start using it in different ways. The older brother starts using it for all the fun stuff. The younger brother starts giving it to people who are in need and it's a sweet and funny and I just love it. It's really good. Um, another one, movie. another one people, a lot of people I've heard of, it's called Tokyo Godfathers. This is an anime movie about three homeless people who find a baby um, on the streets in... Um, this movie is
1: emotional.
0: Yeah, this movie is uh, one of my top, top animated uh, animated Christmas movies. And uh, I think you should watch. Once again, even though it's animated, I think it's going to have to be your teenagers and up. There may be some things that are just honestly uh, about the world. Nothing I think that's like too inappropriate, but it's just kind of heavy. You may not want to at Christmas have those conversations with your kids. Uh, but I do think your teenagers will really enjoy it, and I think you will as well. And so uh, I think we've given you plenty of movies, but most importantly, we really just want you as parents, as not great parents, uh, to really pursue, hey, during this time, I'm not gonna pursue all the greatness of the holidays of trying to have more events, bigger presents, more expensive things, more more lights, more XYZ. We're just gonna have more time together as a family, loving one another, and drawing one another closer to Jesus. And so we hope you guys have a great time doing that, and we'll see you next time on the Not Great Parents Podcast.